This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to a new week here at Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara, and this is a space where I nerd out on Hallmark Channel TV shows, movies, and stuff. So this is the week where things are going to start to look different for the schedule and the podcast moving forward. Because you guys, Lifetime premieres their first couple of movies this week. So I'm going to give you guys a preview special of that towards the end of the week. And then next week, it's going to get popping with these Lifetime movie reviews. Now, I want to say up front, I won't be reviewing every single Lifetime movie. They're doing 35. I'll probably, you probably get a smooth 20, 25 out of me at best. I'm just letting you know, because now that I've seen what GAC can do, I'm going to be watching those as well. And just like with an autumn romance, if the movie captivates me, I'm going to be dedicating an episode to a GAC movie as well. I just wanted to let y'all know. But this podcast is coming out uh, today is Tuesday. Yep. This podcast is coming out today instead of yesterday because yesterday I had the wonderful honor of reviewing Gingerbread Miracle with the guys at Deck the Hallmark, Bran, Panda, and Dan. And I just want to give a smooth shout out to them. Thank you so much for having me. I had such a blast. I look forward to doing it again. So if you guys haven't already, be sure to check out the Deck the Hallmark podcast or the YouTube channel, however you ingest your content over this Christmas season. You'll find uh, my review and my thoughts of Gingerbread Miracle over there. All I got to say in reference to it is hashtag Alejandro the Miracle. Hello. Are you there? Because that brother brought it. He said, I'm taking zero prisoners with this movie. He taught a master class in petty. And I sat in the front row and I loved every minute of it. And I, okay, I'm going I'm to leave it. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. You guys, um, what did I write here? I'm here looking at my notes. Oh, the great. <laughs> Sometimes my handwriting, help Holy Ghost. The Great Christmas Switch. I did check that. I did check out that movie. I'm not a fan. The The only movie that I've been able to digest well where one person plays twins was The Other Me with Andy Lawrence from Disney Channel <laughs> and The Princess Switch with um Vanessa Hudgens on Netflix. So I already had reservations going into this one. And The Great Christmas Switch is a GAC original movie this is the movie that premiered the same time as next stop christmas and it stars sarah lind which many people may know from the martha's vineyard mysteries she plays dr z opposite jesse metcalf who's i think his name is jefferson jackson or something like that so i really love like i she's one of my favorite well, how do I want to, I don't want to say supporting roles, but like, she's my favorite, aside from Jill Wagner in Mystery 101, she's like my second favorite leading lady in a mystery. I love her performance as Dr. Z. She is Dr. Z to me. So that was one thing that drew me to this movie. 
Now, the thing is, it does go a tad bit slow for the kid, okay? It's a little bit slow, and especially if, like, the same actor playing your playing a twin is not your jam, I would just say don't even watch it. But if you need something, one thing that GAC has been hitting the, ha- the nail on the head with is these Christmas feels. Somehow, I still managed to get me a little Christmas cupcake feels, and I dig it. There's just something that GAC has been able to capture that I can't quite quantify, and it keeps me coming back for more. So, you can watch it if you want. I I like The Much Ado About Christmas better, starring Sarah Obermite, I believe you pronounce her last name, and Torrance Coombs from Hallmark's Romance in the Air. I still think that that one's better, but, uh, you know, it's your world. We just living in it. Do what you gotta do. The one that's coming on this week is Christmas Time is Here, starring Rukia Bernard and Duchesne Williams. I'm very excited to see that. Duchesne is giving me all types of dynamic in his facial expressions, and Rukia is just incredibly endearing and charming with the previews that I saw. So I look forward to seeing that. And don't be surprised if you see an episode pop up next week with me doing a review on it. Because if you listen to my GAC Christmas preview special, they're doing 12 movies in general. But six out of the 12, I planned to watch. Much Ado just kind of happened because I needed a palate cleanser from Coyote Christmas. I'm sorry, baby, come Ryan and Janelle Parrish, but I I did. I, I needed a palate cleanser. So I watched Much Ado About Christmas and got my entire holly jolly life from that movie so that's what kind of got me like oh I need to pay attention to all of these movies and so that's that's where we are with my GAC journey with up tv I can't promise you I might just watch those like when you know if I'm if I need something to do like I need a Christmas feel in January I might check those out they're doing 12 movies as well um, I'm trying to think we got, so that's Hallmark, GAC, Lifetime, Up, Netflix, nah, um, we will see, I can't promise you, I do know that Peacock is putting its hat in the ring, Food Network is putting their hat in the ring, the audacity, what, and there are, like, AMC, I was shell-shocked when that happened, I'm like, AMC, aren't y'all, isn't that the Sons of Anarchy, like, Y'all going to be the sons of Christmas, too? That's going to be interesting. I definitely look forward to seeing their Christmas movies and see how they handle it. But let's talk about what Hallmark did this past weekend, shall we? With Next Stop Christmas, we are going to take a quick break, and we're going to get into it when we come back. Stay tuned. Let's get into Next Stop Christmas. Hallmark gives us this synopsis. Angie is determined to spend Christmas alone, but her usual commuter ride turns into a Christmas train that drops her off in her hometown in 2011. (laughs) 2011 and it stars Lindsay Fonseca as Angie Chandler Massey as her best friend Ben Leah Thompson plays her mother and Christopher Lloyd plays the train conductor so this is this is this is literally like the bone like the bones but there's meat and skin to be had so Angie is a neurosurgeon first of all yes 
yes to this profession. Um, and it's days before Christmas and she just wants to be by herself. She's going through her parents. She's still kind of tore up about her parents' divorce. And so it's still awkward for her to speak with her dad. Her dad moved to Arizona. Um, and she gets a call from her, uh, her mom, her mom's like, do I come home for Christmas? Nobody talks like that. I just want to do that. I just want an excuse to use that accent. Um, her mom says, daughter, come home for Christmas. We miss your face. I want to kiss you. Like, let me hug you. Let me hug your neck. Blah, say, blah, say, blah. Um, and she's like, nah, I ain't feeling y'all right now. I just want to be by myself or be a, on a warm climate, like in a warm climate on the beach, sipping my size or pina coladas or something. And so she takes a, a ticket. She tries to get a ticket home. And so she goes to the, now the way the conductor calls her over to me is a little bit creepy. He's just like, Hey, you, yeah, you come over. And I'm like, uh, hashtag diet creepy. So he gives her a ticket and it's a golden ticket. I'm talking Willy Wonka golden ticket. And she's like, well, what, why, why does this look like this? And when she goes to hand it to the ticketing agent on the train, he's like, well, I've never seen this before. And she says, oh, maybe they're doing something special with the holidays. He's like, yeah, you're right, probably. Knowing good and well he ain't seen that ticket like that from anybody else. <laughs> but I was like, you know, when you go into these Hallmark movies, honestly, at some point, you just have to have some suspension of reality. You just got to suspend some element of reality at some point and just be like, okay, I, I, I accept that he accepts that ticket. And so she, as she is on the train, to Yonkers she falls asleep and then wakes up on this beautiful antique train that's decked out in Christmas fair and she is on the train with an old boyfriend Tyler and here's how that comes because Ty okay Tyler is this dude who's like all the rage he's famous he's a sportscaster and she's like dang homie got bread he got money I wonder what it's like if I was to marry him and so she figures, oh, that's why I'm back in 2011, because I need to say yes to his proposal. Y'all, Tyler is a scrub. I'm talking scrubbing bubbles, sponges, all of it. He's every definition of scrub. He's very... While I do think he may have love for Angie, he's there's still an element of selfishness that I feel like he needs to check in order for him. Because, I mean, there I understand that there are some people who have jobs like that, but he really prioritized himself over Angie. And that's what I didn't like. And that's what I didn't bang with as handsome as he wants to be because he was giving me theater. I'm on Broadway with these black turtlenecks and his black curly hair and his his eyes. He was giving me drama and I was here for it. But I I'm like, sis, what did you see in him? And then cue her best friend, Ben. You guys, I have this I've I've just come to terms that Ben is one of the best characters in any movie this year. The banter between Angie and Ben, the chemistry that they've built, that they that they build throughout this movie. I love it. I love watching him suppress his feelings, as horrible as that sounds. But it was beautiful to watch. Like, you could see the friendly banter, the suppression of feelings. She went so... Okay, so Tyler 
picked up on uh, Ben, you know, having feelings for Angie. And he's like, do I need to worry? What's, what's going on? What else is good? And Angie couldn't care two cents of a Sherwin Williams can about Ben in terms of romantic interest, which also was like, oof. And it, almost, it gave me recall from Boyfriends of Christmas Past, where even though she doesn't go back in time like that necessarily, she visits past relationships for her to figure out that her best friend is the person that she needs to spend the rest of her life with. So she is, in in similar term, Angie is put back in time in this relationship with Tyler to really see that it's been that she needs to spend the rest of her life with off the gate when she's like oh I just need to tell someone I just need to tell someone I'm from the future and he's like and you're here to terminate me like that was my favorite <laughs> I saw that and in, in however many times they played the previews every time I saw that I still chuckled like uh, Ben is just Chandler Massey is awesome what he did with that character and there was one part which went incredibly awkward to, to me from a story standpoint not necessarily from an acting or an editing standpoint but just in how they wanted to tell this story so to prevent Tyler from experiencing any more jealousy between her and Ben she decides she wants to set Ben up with old girl Chloe and Chloe is just too fancy free and ready to be a fake girlfriend to Ben. Watch yourself, sis. Okay. You're a little bit too handsy on. She's a little bit too excited. Her voice went up eight octaves and I just needed her to simmer down. Can we turn the heat down to two, maybe one and just simmer for a second? That was the one thing I was like, sis, why would you do that? Do you not see clear as day that the guy got feelings for you? But again, if you're like, if you got blinders up and you're not checking for the, for the homie, maybe you don't see it. But I feel like you, I don't know. That's something that's up for debate in terms of like recognizing signals and if a guy is into you or what have you. But I, I really enjoyed their friendship. The one thing that I didn't like was how all of a sudden she came to this realization, much like Boyfriends of Christmas Past. It was like the last five to seven minutes. And she's like, oh, I love Ben. And I'm like, huh? What? Like, I would have loved to see her slowly come into them, into those feelings. Because for the the larger portion of this film, it's a, she's really like, it's a no for me, dog. Like, it's a hard pass, full stop, no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she just goes 180. It's not a gradual thing, which I feel like would have made the film even that much more amazing. Something else this film does that I wasn't expecting, it touched on some deeper issues. I mean, it went Hallmark movies and mysteries deep as to where they deal with the subject of infertility. Her sister, when she's back in 2011, we find that she is, it's really taken a toll on her as a person and her marriage, the difficulty of her getting pregnant and I was not expecting them to, the, to tackle that head on in the way that they did it wasn't like they just kind of skimmed the, the surface seriously they they went in and I I'm still conflicted because while I appreciated it 
I'm like, no, this is supposed to be Hallmark Movies and Mysteries territory. So uh, I'm kind of conflicted with that. I'm not saying it was good or bad. I'm just saying, you know, I I was really conflicted with that. However, I did appreciate them tackling, like, you find out, and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, you find out that Angie, this whole time, she thought, her family was one way because we hear her in the beginning saying like, man, I would love to go back to 2011. And like my family was tight. I was tight with my sister. And so when we go back to 2011 and we see her with her family, we're like tight where cool where she really romanticized her relationship with her sister and with her family. Cause even with her parents, you start to see in 2011 when the fibers of their marriage begin to disintegrate, if you will. And she was like, what was I, like, what was I thinking? How did I not see this? And that whole message of kind of being wrapped up in so much so in your own life that you're then projecting things onto others, what's not there. And I I greatly appreciated that message within this movie. Another something I want to bring up, though, is we see Ben, what we don't know is Ben. At least, I, I don't know if I was paying attention. I was caught up in um, the suit and the glasses. Because we do first see Ben in the beginning when her and her her um, doctor colleague are at a bar. And he comes in and she's like, oh my gosh, Ben, or whatever. And I'm like, he's giving me mad hipster barista vibes and I was here for it. So we see Ben there. He's very like shy, introverted. And then we go back to 2011 and he's this vibrant. I don't even know what you want to call it, but he's just so vibrant. And I want to know what happened between 2011 and 2021. Is it because him just getting older? But what mellowed him out? Because when we go back to 2021 at the end of the film, it literally feels like it's two completely different people. And... I'm like, where was that lively, vibrant Ben with the banter that we saw in 2011? Oh, and also, she I'm wondering how her family didn't notice that she may have looked different, being as though she was 10 years. Because I feel like 10 years would do a lot to you and, and on you, <laughs> physically, you know? So I'm wondering why her family didn't have any like, hey, you look different. I don't know. But all in all, y'all, this movie, for a solid four crowns, Hallmark is killing it. I did give Gingerbread three crowns, and that's because, well, I already, <laughs> I, you'll find out why during the episode. But um, Hallmark is still killing it, though. The only major miss was Coyote Creek Christmas so far, in my opinion. That was the only major miss. Other than that, all of these movies have been have been pretty cool. So I'm grateful. And <laughs> with that being said, we're going to take a micro break and then I'm going to close this out. Hi, Dara. I heard your appearance on the Deck the Hallmark podcast. It was very entertaining. I am now subscribing to your podcast, and I saw one of the episodes from a few weeks ago was previewing the GAC movies. Just wanted to thank you for that. Um, the few homework podcasts that I listen to do not 
want anything to do with GAC and you're at least giving them a chance. Um, I appreciate it. Just wanted to pass that along. Look forward to uh, listening to you going forward. Thanks. Thank you, Steve, so much for your kind words. Welcome to the Dear Hallmark family. Um, I had a blast with Dr. Hallmark, like I said in the beginning. And in terms of GAC, I because I know that's a touchy subject for a lot of people, but I I want to I want to have it on record. I am going to be one of those who are going to be watching their films and I'm going to I'm going to give GAC a chance. I don't think we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, and Autumn Romance was tight. It was phenomenal. I've watched it three going on four times already. Um, Much Ado About Christmas was spectacular. So not that if they make a bad movie, I'm jumping shit, but I think we should we should just give GAC a chance. So I am going to be reviewing some of their movies going forward. I touched on this a little bit, I believe, if not last episode, the previous episode, two episodes ago, how I think they are going to be making seasonal movies, much like Hallmark Channel, because one of Danica's first movies is called A Winter Castle for GAC. So I'm wondering if they're going along that same route. But in any event, again, Steve, thank you so, so, so much. And if you want to leave a voice message like Steve did, there is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you are able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. Whether you just want to say what's up to to me or um, you want to talk about Next Stop Christmas, Coyote Creek, Christmas Promise, Chesapeake Shores, anything Hallmark related you want to talk about, those are your 60 seconds to have. And I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. So let's preview what's coming on this weekend. I think this is where we get into ignorant territory because I don't know what's going on these next couple weeks. Like I said, um, Lifetime's coming up, so I'm tracking with them. So I I don't know what else is going on. So let's start with Friday's movie, Open by Christmas. When Nikki finds an unopened Christmas card from a high school secret admirer, she and her best friend Simone, hello name, search to find and thank the anonymous author. This stars Allison Sweeney, Brennan Elliott, who we know and love from all of my heart. Hello. And Erica Durance, she plays Simone. Uh, okay. I mean, Allison Sweeney killed it in love on the air. Um, I did watch Good Morning Christmas. I thought that that was okay. It wasn't nothing to write home about, but, you know, it was a movie. It watched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm intrigued to watch her mystery, which I think is called Chronicle Mysteries, that Jax and I talked about on the Jax and the Mysteries episode. If you haven't checked that episode out, Jax gives me, he she puts me on to all of the mysteries since I'm just now getting started into that world. She tells me all was good and mentions Allison's mystery. And then Brennan Elliott, the dude has not lost yet in my eyes. So I'm very excited to see him in a, a newer film. So that's coming on Friday, November 12th at 8 p.m. So let's go. <laughs> we got my Christmas family tree that's coming on Saturday, November 13th on Hallmark Channel. And here is the synopsis. 
When Vanessa receives the results from her family tree DNA test, hashtag Ancestry21, hashtag 23andMe, she discovers a family she didn't know existed and travels to their home for Christmas. And this stars Amy Teagarden, who has one of the best names in the industry to me. Oh my gosh, her name is so gorgeous. We got Cousin Andrew Walker playing, oh, Christopher with a K. That's a choice. That's a choice. I'm asking him about that. I want to ask him about that. I want to ask him about that. James Tupper is Richard. Now, Richard and Andrew, I mean, Richard and Christopher, hmm, I wonder how Richard fares into this. Well, that's coming on, um, what is this, November 13th, Saturday at 8 p.m. And right after that, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries for Miracles of Christmas, we have one December night. Two music managers must put their history aside to oversee the televised reunion performance of their rock star fathers with a fractured past. This is one I'm excited about. It stars Peter Gallagher, Mike as Mike, Bruce Campbell as Steve, Eloise Mumford, which whom I know from The Baker's Son, as Quinn, and then the agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., the resurrection of Gavin Stone, the cooking with love, and the just my type, Brett Dalton. He plays Jason in this. So this comes on at 10 p.m. right after my Christmas family train. And then on Sunday, Sunday concludes our Christmas weekend with a holiday in Harlem. Okay, then. At 8 p.m. on Sunday, November 14th, this is what a holiday in Harlem is going to give us. After her grandmother, Mama Belle, turns away her usual gift delivery, expecting presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, over presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, jet-setting executive Jasmine heads uptown to Harlem for a quick visit. And I love, they spell Jasmine, J-A-Z-M-I-N, which I've seen that a lot. I've seen Jasmine spelled that way before. They don't have the cast uh, who plays who in this. I did see a preview. Mm. I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bath water. But know that the bath water is a little bit out. We took out a couple gallons of water from the bath on that. I'm not going to lie. But again, we'll, we'll watch it. We'll see. It could just be an interesting trailer. You know, sometimes the trailer isn't as all, it doesn't grab you, but the movie in and of itself is dope. I know that's what happened with Love Strikes Twice. And that was my favorite, like, that was one of my favorites of the year. So, you guys, thank you so much for joining me this week on, not this week, but this episode. Because y'all got, y'all got episodes coming to y'all this week. Hello. Uh, You guys, before I leave you, I just want to let you know, I'm releasing a novel. Y'all are like, what in the world, sis? When, so we writing books now? like this. <laughs> you guys, I've been working on this novel since I graduated college in 2011. Speaking of 2011, <laughs> that's when I graduated college. But um, this novel or novella is close to my heart. And it's finally being released. It's called Chasing Wind. And it's about a young woman named Sydney who really just searches for the meaning of life. She thinks 
life is supposed to be one way, but realize what she's had all along. So I look forward to doing some readings. Make Be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram because I'll be doing some Instagram lives around it. And I'm definitely up for answering any questions you guys have. If you're writing a book, I'm self-publishing this. This is my third self-published book, but my first big like undertaking like as a novella. I did a short story poem compilation called Inhale and then a small ebook called Moon Talks. So just wanted to let y'all know there's no pre-ordering. It's just going to be out and up for the taking come December 10th. So I can't wait for you to get it in you guys' hands and for you guys to go along this journey with Sydney Humphreys. So yay, that's going to conclude our episode for today. Thank you so much for joining me guys on this episode of Dear Hallmark. If you haven't already, please subscribe. It's free. If this is your, you know, a one-off you're just listening to, first of all, listen, because you could have been in any other podcast world, but you chose to come into the home of Dear Hallmark. And I just asked, take off your shoes, hang your coat up because it's cold outside, get a plate. There's plenty of food to be had here in the home of Dear Hallmark. And to catch my other Christmas reviews for this countdown to Christmas season, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm breaking up my reviews between the podcast and YouTube. So two reviews will be on YouTube. Two reviews will be here on the podcast. Now holler at me Thanksgiving weekend because Big Brother Hallmark want to drop seven movies that weekend, which is we going to make a way just like Jesus did. He made a way out of no way. We, we going to make a way. <laughs> well, you guys, um, this is my third close. Thank you again. <laughs> Uh, leave a voice message if you are so inclined. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. It helps me out and it helps others to know that there's other Hallmark content out there. And I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode.